0: Good evening, everyone. It's been a while, but we're back with a Loud and CPS podcast. Okay, in this uh, um, episode, we're gonna talk about post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD. And why is that important? Well, because during false allegations of abuse, as mentioned before, there is no hard evidence all the medical examinations are going to come back negative the dna results are going to come back negative so all sandra glennie has left is the testimony of her expert witness and the testimony of the accusing witness that is all she's going to have (laughs) okay and one common trick that actually goes back to the 90s specifically in the uh, Francis Bowler case in Tennessee you see a psychologist cannot come out and say it's not acceptable anymore they cannot come out and say in court I think the child has been abused they can't say that the judge won't allow it because in the legal term legal world it's called prejudicial you can't say it they're testifying to an opinion not a fact and I'm pretty sure they can't do that. You can only state facts in a court of law. However, one way Glennie tap dances around that is she'll have someone say, oh, I don't know, maybe Dr. Mary Lindahl, that your child is exhibiting symptoms of post-traumatic stress disorder. Okay, and your attorney needs to strenuously object to that term because the, the therapist is trying to insinuate that there has been an event in your child's life so traumatic that it has induced PTSD, right? So they're planning to, they're planning the seed in the judge's mind that abuse did occur. They're not saying abuse occurred, but they're saying the child has PTSD which means abuse occurred Do you follow what I'm saying they can't directly say that abuse has occurred but they can go around and say that the child is exhibiting symptoms of PTSD don't let them do that fight it object to it and have your attorney know the DSMV the DSM which is the uh, psychologist psychiatrist Bible make them go down the checklist Make them explain that diagnosis and have them, have your attorney ask that question. Is this your official diagnosis? Are you diagnosing this child with PTSD? Have them go down the checklist. And this is how you handle that. Okay, they may say the child is having nightmares. And then you have your attorney ask them, well, do non-abused children have nightmares? Of course they do. All kids have nightmares. Um, Another one is bedwetting. They're gonna use that as an example. And then your attorney will ask them, well, do non-abuse children with their bed? Of course they do. You want the judge to hear that, okay? And they're gonna say, well, the child is masturbating. And then you ask them, Do non-abused children masturbate? Make them answer those questions. Do not, your attorney needs to be diligent. Do not allow junk science in in the courtroom. So with that said, your attorney really needs to be familiar with the Francis Ballard case that occurred in Tennessee. Mrs. Bowler's conviction was overturned primarily that the psychologist should not be presented, should not be permitted to present testimony that children have PTSD, because it's too prejudicial. They're already assuming something happened. Okay, so do not let that even come out. If it's in a written report, object to it and make that psychologist explain. And with that, your attorney needs to come up to speed on the official, official symptoms of PTSD. You want to show the judge that the psychologist is just making it up. Because I'll say it now and I'll say it again. Talented psychologists do not testify for Sandra Glennie or CPS. They don't need their $150 an hour for testimony. Only losers testify for them. Only losers who are desperate and need their money. It's a money-making gimmick because they have a financial reason to testify that abuse occurred. Because they get to keep coming back in the court for Sandra Glennie. Do you think for one minute if a psychologist came up on the stand and and said, "No, I don't think the child was abused," they will never ever testify for Sandra Glennie again. So they would forfeit who knows how many hours of service to Loudoun County at $150 per hour. So they have financial benefit to keep the case going. And so again, it's Francis Ballard. Uh, The case is actually very interesting. The conviction was overturned for a course, naturally withholding evidence. The prosecution erased videotapes for some reason, and Sandra Glennie, same thing, she likes to withhold evidence from your attorney. And so it's important to keep junk science out of the courtroom, and really, every theory that Glennie's expert, expert witness postulates, your attorney needs to vigorously debate it because they're just talking. They have no scientific basis for it. They're just talking because it sounds good and it may convince the court because realistically, you cannot expect the judge to be well-versed in the mental health industry. They're probably thinking they may get a straight testimony, a legitimate testimony from a quote-unquote expert witness. But if it's the kind of expert witness that Glennie brings in, it's not gonna happen. They're gonna get jaded testimony. And again, you counter that testimony by getting the therapist notes, all of them, all of them. And you have to know your science. All right, so we're gonna stop it here. This is a short one, but again, do not allow Glennie's expert witness to postulate that your child has PTSD because they're insinuating that something has happened to your child and that something is the abuse. And it's not true, they're just making it up. Because this is in their eyes. And what Glenny's very good at is she does not let any other professional examine your child. Because she knows if another uh, professional examines your child, they may disagree with her expert witness especially Dr. Mary Lindahl. Glenny goes to great pains to protect her, although she's been proven to withhold information from the court for years. And she's been proven to be wrong on so many levels. All right, so that's it for now. Again, research Frances Ballard. Last name is B-A-L-L-A-R-D. She's on the Michigan exonerations page. So just Google her name and uh, I think that will greatly assist you and your attorney and your defense.